Welcome to episode 14 of the Victors, a Michigan sports podcast. We are affiliated with Between the Whistles Detroit, a JC Sports Network exclusive. I'm your host, Jim Zegan, joined by my co-host, Jordan Dean. Another fabulous night in the D. Another <laughs> fabulous night, my man. One more week of college football approaching. It's, it's It truly is the best time of year. Now the weather gets a little cold. Oh, I love having college but football it, on it, Saturday or you know, high school on Friday, Saturday it, college, Sunday, year, Monday NFL, Thursday NFL. So mm-hmm. I love having football almost every day of the week. Maction, you know, brings the football on Tuesdays. It's, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a, what a time to be alive. Um, but, yeah, you know, on to week six of the college season. Uh, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Already. I know. It's 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 crazy how much it flies by, mm-hmm. how fast it feels like it flies by. But, uh yeah, Michigan's heading to, uh, I believe it's Bloomington, Bloomington Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, we'll take on the Hoosiers. The, In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, uh, the the previously 3-0 and Hoosiers up until the last two weeks, the worst 3-0 and team in America, uh, <laughs> has fallen to 3-2. and um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, Indiana, uh, three and two in the Big Ten, or three and two overall, one and one in the Big Ten right now. Uh, did open up with a victory against those fighting Illini. who are putting um, up some, yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. So I guess he played them at the right time. Uh, yep. Was able to get a victory over Idaho, thirty-five to twenty-two in week. They have two. a football team, All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they went toe to toe with Western Kentucky in a thirty-three to thirty win. Um, and then they, almost, they almost lost that game. Right. And then uh, those all—all all three of those games were at home. Um, they went on the road to Cincinnati uh, last week, uh, two weeks ago, lost 45 to 24. And then last week lost 35 to 21 at Nebraska. So, so the only concern is they went at home, they lose on the road, right? Yeah, right. So we'll <laughs> we're see. screwed. Hopefully Michigan, hopefully Michigan can stop that trend. That would be, uh, uh, that'd be uh, good for all parties involved. But um, yeah, Indiana, um, they're a mad team. Yeah, maybe Mez like. Dude, they just don't go much. away. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they play Michigan tough. They do. And they, they're a team that's – I will say, as far as characters and, like, college football coaches that I respect the hell out of, Tom Allen is one of those dudes. Like, I love – or is it, it might be Tim Allen. I, I always get the two names. Tom. Tom Allen. He, he's a great – he's just a great dude. Uh, he's very passionate. I love how he coaches. You know, I love what his – ethos is about as a coach in this program i've had some opportunity to listen to him and some coaching podcasts and whatnot and just kind of hear his heart and somebody that i just respect and what i wish him nothing but success always in eight year and so i never take them lightly because i know that dude is a motivator and he have given an opportunity if you don't show up to that game as we found out in 2020 COVID and everything else but we lost that game yeah 38 to 21 um but yeah i mean michigan leads the overall series 60 to 10 um <laughs> But I feel like the last five to seven years, like you said, a majority of those games have been very close. Uh, one score games or, you know, overtimes like, yeah, crazy. some crazy overtime games. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Indiana, they just have a tough mentality about them. And, you know, I think it was, was it 2019 that they had their, they had their really good season with nine wins or something like that. Like we all thought they were going to turn a corner. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it just hasn't. Well, uh, the COVID year, they were riding it with my, with Penix, too. Right. They had a pretty good stat. That was a great year for them. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to take that turn and uh, just unfortunately hasn't uh, played out that way. But, yeah, I expect a, a, a tough game, especially at first. Um, I guess not so much a tough game, but I do expect that Indiana to play. High energy, yeah. Yeah, high energy. Things they're like going to come in thinking they can win this game. And right. they're not just, like, pretending. They genuinely think they can win this game. Right. So I expect this game to be one of those games where it's probably close for a little while, but Michigan eventually pulls off. Yep. Sometimes it's, it's not. having the bigger dogs in the fight. Ex- sort of thing, exactly. But, yep. uh, 
yeah, uh, let's uh, look into what Indiana has to offer on offense. So Indiana, uh, they want to air it out. Uh, they rank 46 in passing uh, 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 yards per game with 278 on average. They're 218th in the nation in running, uh, rushing yards per game at 105 yards. Um, they want to pass the ball, uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Baslick, or however you say his name, I don't know if he's quite built for what they necessarily want to do. He's definitely not as talented as Penix was sort of thing. Um, he's only completing 52% of his passes, has seven turnovers on the season, that uh, two fumbles, five interceptions right. through five games. It's just not, you know, and I know Indiana's not going to have, like, the pickings of America in terms of recruiting. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't know if the, what they want to do offensively right now suits exactly the, the, the players they have. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you look over the last few years, I mean, they've had some pocket pack. Like, they had Nate Sudfield. He was, he, he, Sudfield was a stud. He was very good. They had uh, – I thought he was going to be better in the NFL. I think that I I know he transferred, but they had uh, Peyton Ramsey or whatever his name was that played pretty well before he went to Northwestern to conclude his career. Like they, and then Michael Penix was playing very well, and then he got hurt ACL, I think it was. Injuries has always been, and then and then went transferred to Washington. So they've had some good quarterback play, and I think this kid's just kind of been the most meh out of the quarterback play that they've had in the past. Um, but like like you said, they already have 246 attempts on the year. I mean, they threw 66 times against Cincinnati. They were pretty freaking close to that number against uh, uh, Nebraska. Nebraska as well. So like you, the caveat to that is you throw a lot of passes. At some point, you're probably gonna get some tips, some picks, you know, some sack fumbles, those type of things. Um, and you know, he you gotta be able to take care of the ball. And like you said, he's got seven turnovers on the year and. Turning the ball over, you're uh, setting yourself up for some yeah, and this is tough games. This is kind of a game, and we you know we talked about in the last episode in the Iowa re- uh, recap. You know, Michigan, we didn't feel like the secondary played their best game. Uh, right, a lot of a lot of receivers running open. Uh, coverage wasn't as tight as we expect it to be. Um, you know, and Michigan hasn't forced a ton of turnovers yet, um, especially um, you know in, in, interception wise. You know, DJ Turner almost had a pick six uh, against Iowa. Catch the ball. Right, catch the ball. I mean, he it was in his hands, and no one was going to stop him. Gloves or not, he didn't have gloves on. I don't care. Catch the ball. Right. Anyway, um, you know, this obviously Indiana's quarterback is turnover prone. Let's see Michigan get a couple picks here. Let's see. Yeah. Some... And they're going to want to, like you said, they're going to pass the ball a lot. I want to see tight coverage. I want to see blanketed and that, and And that's the thing, like. I like exactly right. If they're gonna throw the ball, mm-hmm. I want collisions. Like right. I want catch, smack. Yeah. Like I don't want catch run for four yards. Then we're there. Like right. make every throw contested. Be there. They're gonna complete some passes, but when you're contesting the ball, you can get a, it can bounce off the receiver, go in the air, and you pick it. Like I, I to me, like I feel like we're not making those plays right now. At least we did against Iowa. So like to me, with a team like this that's gonna throw a lot of quick routes, you need to be able to get in their face right away and they're going to set up the double moves and stuff, but we got to, we, we got to make sure we're in their hip pockets. Yeah. And, a, uh, you know, a big name to kind of watch just at receiver, um, cam he's, camper. He's pretty good. He's, he's solid. He's six two. Uh, you know, he can make plays. Uh, he missed the game against Nebraska with an injury, no update yet on whether he's going to dress for Michigan or not. And again, you know, in college injuries don't really get much, uh, you know, yeah. much information on injuries. So, it's going to be one of those things probably where we don't know till Friday or Saturday during warmups if this kid's going to go or not. But so far in the year, 
uh, through four games, 33 catches for 418 yards and one touchdown. So. And that's missing a game. Yeah. So, right. like, that's obviously his favorite target. And the next closest guy's got 17 receptions for 198 yards. Right. So, so, clearly, Camper is their guy. guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it'll be a test. I expect DJ Turner, if he plays, to probably be the guy that uh, kind of gets gets to cover him. And I want to see, t- like we said, we want to see tight coverage. We want to see better coverage than we've seen so far against Maryland and Iowa. Now, another aspect on this, because we talked about this as, you know, a potential concern, let's get more sacks. Yep. We, I, I feel like it's safe to say we felt like we've gotten decent pressure in both games so far, uh, more so against Iowa. Um, I thought, you know, overall the pressure from the defensive line improved from Maryland to Iowa. But we still didn't get home, uh, four sacks against Iowa. But, again, three of those came on the final drive. And we're just paying our ears back and right. saying, here we come. You know, yeah. no – didn't have to play the run at all, as you said. So uh, we, you tell why do we wear? <laughs> I know <laughs> there's wide nine, and then there's us. Like yeah. we were just like, we were, we were coming. Yeah, they they, uh. they wanted the heat. So uh. I want to see Michigan get home more consistently. And again, part of that turnover prone quarterback only completing fifty two percent of his passes. Part of that's going to probably be he's a little in, uh, undecisive at times. Yep. So he's going to hang I on. I want to see Michigan get home. Pat, pat, pat. Right. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Morris. You know, continue. Uh, he got hot at the end of the Iowa game. I want to see that continue. Um, the kid from the transfer from Bama, uh, his name escapes me. Uh, was he number 18? Number whatever. 18, yeah. But yeah, um, he, he, he's flashed a little bit uh, throughout the early part of the season. So I want to see these guys get home. Um, I want to see some sacks, some sack fumbles, force the quarterback into throwing picks as he's getting, you know, throwing as he gets hit, force some interceptions. So I, I want to see, well, the defense I thought has been good so far. I want to see him force some turnovers because – Turnovers are going to be the difference between being teams like Ohio State, Penn State. You got to force a couple. You got to yeah. momentum. You know, got to take momentum away. So, Iyabi, Iyabi, and Oma. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. so. yeah, just for frame of reference. Perfect. But yeah. Hey, so you know, I'm not not too worried about Indiana uh, run game. One, they don't want to run the ball. Two, when they do, I mean, Michigan's got one of the better run defenses in the country. So mm-hmm. I just. I, Indiana's going to run the ball a little bit, but I, I expect them to abandon it pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, for absolutely, especially if we do our job on offense to get down the field and mm-hmm. score because I know we haven't talked about the, talked about their defense yet, but uh, this should be the game to uh, get our offense going in the passing game. Yeah, and we can, <laughs> we can just get into it right now. Um, you know, Indiana does, hasn't done much well defensively. No. Their best aspect on defense is stopping the run. They're ranked 130th, which isn't great, uh, giving up 142.6 yards per game. Um, but other than that, they're getting torched. Yeah. Like in the past game, they're giving up uh, 277.8 yards per game. That ranks 226. Total yards 443, which ranks 212th, giving up 34, 30.4 points per game, which ranks 227th yeah. in the country. So just not – the Hoosiers aren't able to make many stops. No, they can't. And like, I, I if you turn on the Cincinnati game, you turn on the Nebraska game, I it, their safeties are just not it. No, like, they, no. They, any any type of double move, any type of just like hesitation of any type, they just stop moving, and you can run right by them. So I I won't be surprised. Now we got to connect on the damn thing, right. but I bet we'll have. I'm I'm thinking six to eight big. Big well, time shots. And this, this game. as I say, this has to be the get right game for JJ because after this, you're playing Penn State and Michigan State at home. Right. Um, and you know, you really get in the beef of your schedule, right? Michigan, 
could, if they wanted to, just turn around and hand the ball off oh, yeah. times the corn. We could, and this twenty could, times the Edwards. Yeah, mid win the game still by. Could be like a Washington yeah, last year if they wanted points. it to be. Yeah, but I really think Harbaugh is going to want to make the effort to get JJ in a rhythm on those deep shots because he knows one they've been there this season, and two we just haven't been connecting on a lot of them. And he, and Penn State needs to needs to understand that oh we can actually do it right. You know <laughs> that's part of respecting. You know okay. When they bring safeties up to stop that run, can we play action and zip that thing deep and complete it? It's not like these receivers are contested. No, we a lot are, of these deep shots, right? We have two to five steps on these safeties or corners, whatever you know, in coverage at that particular play. Gotta hit them, like mm-hmm. gotta hit them. So yeah, I think I think you're gonna they're gonna you're gonna see the game plan revolve around trying to get JJ uh, comfortable, get them to hit some of these deep shots, gain some confidence and. Really, just getting the rhythm with his receivers deep down the field. I, I'm completely, and it, like we talked about last last week, it looks like Roman Wilson is is our uh, favorite deep ball threat right now. And I know we have other ones, but every time I feel like we're running down the field, it looks like a Roman Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. I mean, he's been he's he's tearing it up working the seam, um, you know, the middle of the field uh, many times. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're gonna need to find another one. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we need another dude that's gonna get guy I'd like to really see step up in that role, and I know he's not a burner per se, but he's got the body as Cornelius Johnson. Mm-hmm. I really think that is he's got know, the I'll, Nico Collins body, right? I was, mm-hmm. I was gonna say he's uh, to me he's a really effective red zone receiver with yep. his body, but he's also a guy I think you can take deep shots to, and like yeah, I said, yeah. might not outrun a guy, but he him. should be able to out jump him yeah. and get, get contested him. catches. Yeah. So, um, and Andrew Anthony I think is another one. I think I'm one. I like him a lot, and I think we need to figure out a way to get him the ball more. I yeah. think that's 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 the thing that's keeping him from getting breaking out is because we're just not giving him the ball. Mm-hmm. And I know we have a and deep stuff, receiving core. I say you got a lot of receivers. You do, but time like right now. to me, I think. I mean, he showed it last year. He's got the burner. I mean, he, he freaking ran the dig route against Michigan State and went ninety five yeah, yards, yards, like untouched. Yards. So like the man can run. We have those type of guys, so we just got to figure out ways to. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'd like to see him get a little more time and Ronnie Bell a little less. Not that Ronnie's been bad this year. Um, he's definitely one of – Hey, he had the reverse for a touchdown. Hey, you no, know, it's nothing against Ronnie. Uh, he's obviously one of J.J.'s more favorable targets as he's getting probably three to four catches at least a game so far this season. Um, but he's like a safe slot guy to me. Like, you know, you know, when you're taking those deep shots or whatever and, you know, you got everyone running verticals or things like that, I want to see Anthony in there. I want to see Anthony maybe on a couple more jet sweeps or, you know, things like that. Just give him the ball in space. Where's AJ Henning been? I feel like I haven't heard his name very much in offense. Punt returns. Yeah, that's about but last it. year he had some, you know, he had some. Uh, a couple jet plays. Yeah, he, like he had more, more offense. So I wonder if that's going to happen later. But yeah. I'm noticing we are, at least last week, we did a lot of, we're getting back to like the, the cross the field motion, you know, mm-hmm. behind the quarterback to run. You know, like we had Ronnie Bell do it, or Roman Wilson do it to kind of give give JJ an option just to turn and throw the swing pass mm-hmm. or to hand the ball off. So we do have some speed. So we'll, yeah. Anthony and Henny are guys I'd like to see subbing for like screen plays too, wide receiver screen and things mm-hmm. like that. Just mm-hmm. make people miss. Like I don't know, I don't need to see Ronnie Bell get a screen because he, he's not. He doesn't make people misses. Uh, I, I he does, know. but not as good as the other. Guys yeah, he's 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 not as as explosive, and I'm not sure if that's because of his knee or whatever it is, but. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, before he got hurt, I mean, his first pass was a deep ball shot. So I don't. And know. again, it's something against Ronnie Bell. Like, I'm not saying take him out of the game. Yeah. I don't let him take you know be in on shots. I just want to. If I had to take a guy out of the game, 
to get another guy playing time. He's the I guy. Think he's the guy. Uh, you know, just unfortunately for the the room, I guess. And that's a, that that's not it. Is, it's the depth. That's what yeah. it is. At some point, you just get. I mean, right now, Cade McNamara is kind of feeling that. You know, it's just yeah. a depth outside of being hurt. But I mean, that's sometimes you just come in and can bring more to the table. Yep. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I like I said, I don't think there's much Indiana can do to stop Michigan uh, defensively. Uh, it's going to take Michigan having a really sloppy game. I will say, just to take a step back in this game, the one thing that I meant to bring up earlier is we have struggled in the past with tempo on defense. Oh, yeah. And Indiana is one of the fastest teams in the country mm-hmm. when they snap. They are like yeah. every place. So, can't let them get in the rhythm. Can't, you can't let them get in the rhythm. You you gotta be careful with how you package your defense. Like I, I have PTSD watching Kenneth Walker going down the sideline because we weren't set defensively because they quick snapped us and we were rotating on defense. Yeah, like, I, I can't like, stand when that's one of my just rotate players knowing that you know they're going tempo. Like, exactly. So like <laughs> you can't just try to keep trying these. Well, that's the thing about tempo. You, it kind of forces a defensive coordinator not to be become vanilla necessarily, but you can't. Always can't change packages. Yeah, you can't always have a field defensive end always be in the field because if you do that, they're gonna snap the ball and you're good to go. Like you gotta you got I don't want to outcoach ourselves, and I think that's what Mike McDonald did last year in these type of games. Mm-hmm. We would get caught in these tempo situations trying to substitute or align accordingly based on how we package things. So Jesse Mentor, if you're listening, be good out there. Yeah. Don't don't overcomplicate don't, it. Don't don't overcomplicate it. But yeah, I think overall, I mean offensively, defensively, I just like you said, I think Indiana is going to bring some energy, some tempo, uh, and they're going to be able, you know, st- keep it close for a little while, probably. But I think at the end of the day, Michigan's got too many big it's, dogs. It's, and they'll yeah, like you themselves. said, it's it's not always about the scheme. You know, it's always about it's not the X's and the O's. I mean, it's the Jimmy's and the Joes, and I I don't think there's a once again a spot on the field that they can really match a, match with us toe to toe, and it just comes down to recruiting. Yeah, you know, I'd agree. Um, what's your what's your predictions for this game? What are you what are you feeling here? I'm thinking, I think Indiana's going to score. I, I, I this isn't going to be like the last couple of games where I you know kind of gone low. I'm I'm going to go 42-21 Michigan. Okay, I was thinking 45 to 21. So yeah, so yeah, so Michigan should score a lot of points here. Uh, like you said, defensively they're kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, I can see them kind of trying to keep pace for the first couple, you know, first quarter or two. Uh, but I do think Michigan's defense will be able to settle in, and especially as Michigan's offense kind of starts to separate. Um, I think just Indiana is going to fall out, uh, fall behind, and kind of take them out of what they want to do, and you know, makes it tough. You know, playing from behind. So absolutely, you uh, get you get you get desperate or want to make more of the chance throws, so that right. can lead to turnovers and those type of things. So yeah. so yeah, 40, uh, 42, 21 for Jordan, forty five twenty one for myself. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out Saturday. All right, here comes our betting segment. Uh, as you know, hasn't gone super well this season, so maybe do the opposite. <laughs> of what we did. Uh, last week uh, was another rough one. Um, but yeah, let's jump into it. Um, you know, we're going to go all big 10 plays this week. Uh, the first game on Friday this week at seven, uh, 7 PM kickoff, the Rutgers host Nebraska, uh, but Nebraska, the road team is favored by three points. I think there's a little bit of hype there from, uh, just beating Indiana. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, despite the Rutgers being three and two, um, I feel like they're a solid team. Like yeah, they, they, there are moments in that Ohio State game when they were taking it to them. All right, so 
I, I think the Rutgers get the um, Rutgers plus three um, against Nebraska. I would take the Rutgers to win that game. I would even consider the Rutgers money line. I think at home they, they beat Nebraska. I still don't think Nebraska is that good of a football team. Um, I think the Rutgers are more well coached, have a little bit more talent. Um, so what do you think on that one? Go Greg Schiano. Take go Rutgers. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Nebraska is an absolute dumpster fire. Now that coach is not the new coach, the interim coach. You know that people are liking him a lot, but I just think they're they're just all over the place. Yeah, let's be honest. Everyone loves the interim coach when the head guy gets. It's fired, true. So. It's true. And I, I How don't. How many people in Detroit wanted Daryl Bevel as the head coach? It's you know? true. I was one of them. I'm like, give give the man a shot. Right. So, no, I'm with you. I'm taking Rutgers too. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Do uh, you think Chiano gets in a fight uh, this game? Did you see that with Dan? Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> he was. He was. They didn't fight, but it was a shouting match. A little. Yeah, bit. that's. Frick Ryan Day. I I I can't. I can't with him. <laughs> uh, next up, we got the. Well, speaking of Ryan Day, Ohio State traveling to East Lansing against Michigan State. Ohio State favored by twenty six and a half, and unfortunately, Chad, that's not enough. I say, I'm be honest. I'm taking Ohio State. Uh, given the 26 points, 26 and a half points, I this game's over at halftime. I say I think Ohio State probably wins between by between 30 and 40 points. I just if Ohio State wants to score, they're gonna score. And let's be honest, Ryan Day is not known as one of the kind of hold back. Like, no, he's he, not. He's like Harbaugh. We're hanging 100 points. points yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's. No, so. I'm, I'm with you. I think I, I, college football is a weird, weird thing. Is there a part of me that says Michigan State's gonna figure it out and like? Come up with a crazy upset. I don't see it happening, but you know it's it is in East Lansing. I think and maybe Michigan State fans and Michigan fans both hate Ohio State with a burning passion. So I'm hoping it's going to be rocking. I'll be rooting for Michigan State. In yeah, I, of course I will be as well. But I I I don't think they stop CJ Stroud in that receiving uh, core, not even a little bit. Receiving core, run game. I mean, yeah, I, pick your poison, right? Yeah. It, uh, Ohio State's a tough team to beat right now, and like I think we both said. They're kind of the favorite to win the Big Ten right now. No, and you so. can't, you can't just like you can't be like, well, no, that's stupid. Like, right. no, if you, it, it just turn on the game. Like, right. watch them play football. Their defense is still pretty mad in my mind. They're yeah, not, they're oh, not, they're not that, they're not like phenomenal, but mm-hmm. that offense, it, when you score as much as they do, it's it's tough to lose. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then the final game, we're gonna you know, take our own Wolverines here. Uh, Michigan traveling to Indiana, as you listen to on the show. Uh, not taking the points here, 22 and a half points, I think to me is right on the bubble line. Um, I could see a scenario where, you know, Indiana only loses by 20 or 21 points, something like that. Um, but the over is set, uh, the total is set at 59, so uh, 59 points. I think both teams total that over. Um, so I would take Michigan, Indiana to score more than 59 points in this one, um, as both of our predictions uh, said so. So Yeah, there's a part of me that's like, is this the game where you put up 60 points just to kind of make a statement? It's, yeah. And if they're taking those deep shots like we suspect It's very too, possible. It's possible. So I, I, I think it could be we, – we could be in the 50 ballpark. So, like, I, I – I uh I agree with you. To me, as long as Indiana puts up about thirteen or fourteen points, I think Michigan can get them the rest of the way there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we both expect Indiana to get about three touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, and Michigan to be somewhere in the forties. So I, I think it's a. And if I lose this see. bet because Indiana scores seven points, I'm not going to be mad because it means our defense played really well. Right. So. Right. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, those are our bets for the week. So we're taking Rutgers uh, plus three at home against Nebraska. Ohio State on the road against Michigan State, minus 26. R.I.P. Sparty. Yep. The Michigan-Indiana game, over 59 points total. So, um, you know, 
have fun with it. Obviously, uh, don't take it. Uh, I was just said you want to combine our mortgage mortgage payments this yeah, week. Right? You know, this is the week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and you know, plenty of other games to look at. So uh, it'll be uh, makes the makes the day more entertaining usually. So. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Remember, you can follow us on Spotify or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts by searching the Victors Dash in Michigan Podcast. Remember, you can follow. Uh, sorry, you can also subscribe to us on Between the Whistles Detroit on YouTube to catch our podcast as well as the rest of your Detroit sports needs. Again, we'd love to get get you guys involved. Uh, comment on our posts on Facebook, other social medias. Share it. Yep, we'll. Uh, we love different opinions. We love uh, getting those different views on things. So, you know, if we can add. Add more content to the show uh, using others' opinions. Uh, we'll give you credit, things like that. And it'll be good for uh, new talking points other than uh, just mine and Jordan's take something. So be good, good to get everyone involved, uh, help enhance the show. And, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. And we'll uh, revisit, uh, recap uh, the Week 6 matchup against Indiana on our next episode. Go Blue! Go Blue!